ว่ายว่ายเดี๋ยวให้เบลเกตเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสเฮดิสวิดอินเทรวิสUh, Travis always caught off guard, never prepared. We do have the reoccurring guest, Derpa Nation Shane. Again, go follow him at Twitch at Derpa Nation. Uh, it's an M, his... bro. It's an M, not an N. Derpa Nation. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fucking stupid. That's so right. stupid. Right. It's Derpa Nation. So it was supposed to be about the AFC South, but I guess apparently I found out we all got to chip in five ninety nine to get Ben hooked on phonics because he's stupid. Yeah, NFC South, Travis. Oh my god, I can get into why my name is that, but go ahead and finish your dumb intro. I've I've slid for five. I've let slide for five fucking episodes. The sixth time, I'm just like, come on, man. I I corrected you a little bit. I was like. You know, it's derpination, not derpination. I don't know what a fucking derpination no, it's, is. It's derpination, bro. <laughs> Country Jesus of derps. Christ. Get your own name right. All right yeah, bro. get your own name right. Come on. Fix your own spelling error. God, don't make us do that. So derpination. Jesus Christ. As always. And then, of course, Austin. Today, we were That's breaking down it. the NFC South. Only problem with the NFC South is it sucks ass. It sucks ass. Their best person went eight and nine last year. It sucks ass. And That's the best QB retired. Yeah. Well, the good point. All yeah, right. the best team went eight and nine, and the best person in that division retired. Tom Brady. So, like this division, ass, more ass with some extra ass. Although they did have quite a bit of free, uh, free agent moves. So, I guess my question is. Anyone gonna clearly run away with this division, or is it gonna all be close and all suck dick? I think I think, I think there's a clear winner this year. I, I think guess. there's a clear winner. I think it's close, but I am dead set in my pick to win the division. I don't think anyone. Me else too. Has I don't think anyone pick? will beat What's Baker Mayfield. I swear to God, if I could kick you right now, I would. <laughs> it's the Saints. I think the Saints are gonna win the division. Yep. Interesting. They're second. They're second. Getting Derek, Derek Carr. Well. Getting Derek Carr was enough of a QB upgrade to make Michael Thomas's ankle be like, "Oh, I'm good. Let's play." And, <laughs> you know, and Chris Olave doing Chris Olave things last season. He's going to be a good star to take pressure off of Thomas. Could be even remotely like yes, what he thank, was. Thank you for Chris Olave. That's going to be it's going to be great. I don't know. And even even I if thought Alvin, you were. even if Alvin Kamara is suspended and misses part of the season, I still like their draft pick in Kendra Miller. I. And I yeah. I and, thought you were going to mention got, someone else. No, they got Jamal Williams, too. There it is. And I like that. So I think the running back situation is fine, 100%, even if Kamara's gone for the whole season. And Juwan Johnson's a huge red zone target, and Derek Carr likes his tight ends. Just look at Waller's production there with the Raiders uniform on when he was healthy. Derek Carr likes him. I think this is going to be an improved offense, and they did enough on the defensive side to keep it. I think I think they're the only team that, like, Consistent is going to have a consistent offense week in and week out in that division, and that's going to that's going to be the reason they win. So, 
Okay. Interesting. I mean, I'm, yeah, they did remind Jawan Johnson too. Are we telling a tragedy, like spoiling the end first? Because I'll tell you my pick real quick. Let us hear it, Derpa Nation. <laughs> asshat. You're such a fucking asshat. I hate you. Burn, burn. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to burn in hell. Hell, atheism. Um, smote, smoting. <laughs> okay. I think the Panthers. I think the Panthers are going to win the division. Oh. Like they, they already had a really okay. good defense last games. year. By how many games? By like two or three. I think two or three. So, okay. like a significant a, margin. Like a good margin. A good margin, but not like a giant one. I think it's going to be like you know. I think Bryce Young was the most like pro ready quarterback in the draft, like hands down. No other says buts about it. I think he's going to so step then, onto the field day what, one, and he's going to be good to go. I think he's plug and play. What stands out to with Bryce Young that makes you say that? Because he's a very good mechanical quarterback, and plus he's playing in Alabama where he's running a lot of the same NFL type routes in a wide scheme. Mm-hmm. So you skinny it up, and it's going to make it so he has to release faster. And he showed that he can release pretty quickly, and he understands how to mobilize in the, in the pocket. You know, his weaknesses are like his deep bomb accuracy, and his arm leaves something to be desired. But we've seen quarterbacks mm-hmm. with that niche on him before, and it's like, well, you know, their arm leaves something to be desired. Kurt Warner, <laughs> their arm leaves something to be desired. Eli Manning, you know, like. So they're not throwing sixty-five like, yard bombs; they're throwing fifty. Which is yeah. still half a football field. I'm, still amazing. Yep. I mean, as long as the quarterback can throw 40, that's I mean, that's a really big thing. <laughs> right. And well, something else accurately. is like you you put this rookie quarterback, and what I love the most is they put this rookie quarterback in a position to win. They didn't get a rookie quarterback and then build the team around him. They built the team and put him in like like Thanos and a little and his little infinity <laughs> gems, you know. Oh yes, our final piece with the with the, with the gauntlet. Okay, yeah. I mean, you know, I like, like the Panthers. Got... I do like their defense as well. I think it is going to be really contingent on how ready Bryce Young is at the yeah. season. And, and they have well, some really is, good signings you have... too. I would say I like Thielen and Miles Sanders being signed in the off season as well. And That's so Adam Sheelan, DJ Shark, Miles Sanders, Von Bell. For here's defense. the thing. Let me cut in real Justin quick. McCray. Those four guys: Shark, Thielen, Hurst, Sanders. What are they all amazing at? The same well, thing all of them have in common. Possession catching. Catching the football. Catching yeah, they the all football. they catch yeah. the ball very well. They're not yet necessarily yak guys. See, I was you gonna know, say contested catches, but yeah. Yeah, contested it's catches. Feeling, feeling, like you throw the ball to get, them, they're going to catch it. Like feeling's gonna these give are them the type of guys presence. that have those stick 'em hands. You know? That's <laughs> that's that's good, especially when you have Jerry a rookie Rice. quarterback. You know, like you don't necessarily need a Tyreek Hill burner if your guy can just catch the ball. And that's the type of confidence you want to instill in a rookie quarterback. These guys aren't necessarily going to be on the team for five, six years. They're going to be on the team for two or three years. And that's when the Panthers are going to make the big push. But I think that they win the division. They're going to see a playoff berth off this. Oh, playoff berth off this. Okay. Well, I mean, if well, they, they win, win the, the division, division yeah. they get the shot no matter what. Um yeah, but I yeah. I like that, and you know, last year they were second, tied with New Orleans and Atlanta. Mm-hmm. All finished seven and ten. Tampa was the only one who finished eight and nine. So I mean, again, it was a very close race when you look at it. Um, and I think a couple teams did do a lot to really help them out. Carolina already had a great defense. 
they didn't really lose a lot on the defensive side. Like they lost DJ Moore in the trade. They did lose Littleton, their linebacker, but they immediately drafted well. Um, they got Von Bell in the offseason, which is like okay. Yeah, yeah. They they have a they have a great team. If Bryce Young can be just average at best, if he just is average throughout the season, throws two hundred yards a game and one point five touchdowns to one pick, they will go in the playoffs. And I think yeah, you got rid of DJ Moore, but you replaced DJ Moore with the trio of Theo and Jonathan Mingo when you drafted him in the second mm-hmm. round, and then and Shark, off, and then Shark. That's Shark. not that's not bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, not to mention, I already liked some of the wide receivers they had there, like Terrence Marshall Jr., LaVishka yep. Chenault. Um, mm-hmm. Both of those guys have been they got good. playmakers on that offense. Right. And so, then having Hurst and Thielen, there's some red zone threats. And Well, let's not forget Ian Thomas was supposed to be a breakout tight end two or three mm-hmm. years ago, so he still has the potential. Tommy Tremble came on a little bit at the end of last year. So, I mean, their oh, tight ends troubling. aren't even – yeah, isn't even bad. So they didn't do a whole lot to hurt their defense. So it's really can their defense come out and repeat again and be up to snuff, which, I mean, you look at their schedule, it's not that tough. I could see them pulling close to 10. So, like, if we pull up their schedule for this year, Atlanta at uh, at Atlanta, New Orleans at home, at Seattle at home versus Vikings, at Detroit, at Miami. That's going to be a tough stretch right there. And then a bye week at home versus Houston, at home versus Indianapolis, away at the Bears, at home versus Mm -hmm. Dallas, away at Tennessee, away at Tampa, away at New Orleans, home versus Atlanta, home versus Green Bay, away at Jacksonville, and home versus Tampa. So out of those 17 games, Shane, how many – are you saying, you know, what's their floor? What's their ceiling? You know, how many their wins? Floor? Yeah, what's their floor? I think this division is kind of fun because it's like I think is their floor is like six wins. But oh, I think wow. their ceiling so, is all the way up to 12 wins. And I think they land somewhere around nine to ten wins. And I think that gets the rookie the quarterback, I, I can see that. Yeah, like it's Bryce Young has to be average. But if he's not average, then their wins go down the fucking toilet. Like, and that's possible. Um, I don't think it's realistic. His tape shows otherwise. He is an Alabama quarterback. So, you know, like, Mm -hmm. they're not always the most successful day one. And they're supposed to be pro-ready. So, there's always that, too. Um, Tua is kind of the mark against that now. But, um, with that being said, Mac Jones. Okay, then, then... then two questions for him. What would you guys expect his – if you had to predict his stat line right now, what would it be? Hmm. Hmm. 28 – 28-17-7. 28-17-7. That's very close to what I was going to go with. I was actually going to say 3,020. Um, I was going to go and, like 3,100, 25 okay. touchdowns to like seven interceptions, something like that. See, and I was going to go – uh, twenty and ten. I was the only one who had higher inception. I'm willing to bet, I'm willing to bet that he gets like 200, 300 rushing yards and like two rushing touchdowns. Oh, I would I put know. down four hundred rushing. I don't know. Miles Sanders is there, baby. Well, yeah, but it's just those QB sneaks, and in seventeen games, 
400 rushing yards is not really that much. That's he's, he's not a big dude. These NFL, yeah, he's not, NFL caliber. He's not, like, he takes a hit from these NFL guys compared to some of these college guys. Yeah, he's, and neither is Jalen Hurts, but he had more than 400. Hurts is huge. What are you talking about? Yes. He's like Hurts six, is six four. five. Yeah. Jalen Hurts is six Yeah, dude, he's huge. He's almost the biggest QB in the league. It's between him and Josh Allen. What? <laughs> yeah, legit. Oh, no, he's 223, six foot one. Six foot one, okay. Okay, I so that's two inches different. Yeah, I thought hey, it was much Some people might say that's a little. Never mind. But um, conversation for a different day. Drew, <laughs> Drew Brees right. was a short quarterback, right? Yeah. Okay. So okay. is Russell Wilson. So is Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I'm going to see if Drew Brees, who is was six foot, was six foot. Yeah. He never rushed over one twenty five. Are over 130. Very pocket quarterback. Bryce Young isn't that. He's a very mobile. So if we go with another short guy who uh, has... He's good at scrambling, but I wouldn't define him as mobile. You know, he wasn't... Well, mobile's just being able to extend the pocket and take off if he needs Drew Brees to. was so. a stud at that, too. Danny so, Dimes. Like, yeah, Danny yeah, Dimes. Danny Dimes no. has no, over Danny four... Dimes. No, as much... No, someone who is really good at scrambling and getting out of the pocket who doesn't get the credit for it, maybe outside of his fan base of the city that drafted him. But hes I wouldn't call him somebody that is a burner. He's not Lamar. He's not Justin Fields or anything like that. Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers. Not Big Ben. You just not killed no. Derpination. No, I, Big Ben too. Derpination just, that, just More for sad. a different reason. He was just hard to tackle. He was he was a fridge back there. He, he was just really hard to tackle. That's so, same with Josh Allen. <laughs> but because he's so big, I, I, I'm, you know, I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna say 400 for the rushing yards. I, if you, you guys think sure. that's too high, take the under. All right. So knowing what this, that's improved less offense, than 40 a game. Imp- improved defense. This team's looking better. Everyone agree that Carolina's looking better going in. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yes. So this team worse off last year had Deontay Foreman rush for a thousand yards. Behind that. Over under twelve hundred yards for Miles Sanders. Over, I think it's right about the dot. Considering he d- he did that, he, he hit twelve hundred scrimmage rushing. or rushing. He, he hit he hit twelve hundred rushing yards behind Philadelphia's mm-hmm. line last season, but also on a team that ran the ball a lot without him. He's going to be probably getting ten to fifteen percent more of the touches on this team. Uh, see, I okay, I, mean, I guess he'll take the slide he, over, he, but but he already had seventy percent in Philly's rushing attempts though, so. I probably say get another a lot of his goal line opportunity though. I don't care. <laughs> I still think he'd probably get about seventy. So I'd say twelve twelve hundred. Twelve hundred again? Okay. Yeah, I, that's about I where was, I was. That's why I was like, wait, you know, like Yeah, that was like a why, perfect line because I, I was like twelve, twelve fifty at most. Like that's where I was gonna put yeah. him. So pretty good line, Travis. Thank you. I, th- I would actually put I think I could see him hitting fourteen hundred yards this year, depending on how the but offense is. I would if, not if Bryce be Young sure. doesn't do what he needs to do or what is expected of him as the number one pick starting off, then they're going to lean on the run more. Well, then let's, him, uh, let's ask the better question for both fantasy and betting and for the NFL. Who's going to be the leading receiver and how many yards are they going to have for this team? Because Bryce Young's got to you know, throw the ball. He's got to target someone. Even have 200 yards a game. So we already have disagreement. So we got one short, one Thielen, Travis. 
I was <clears throat> I think Shark's gonna lead in yards, but I think Thielen might lead in touchdowns because of his red zone presence. I can see that. But I think I think Shark's gonna get more receptions too. So if you're playing PPR, I think he's a bigger but then, but then I like I want to sit there and think like I wouldn't be surprised if Terrace Marshall steals the show this year. Exactly who and, I was gonna say hmm. I think might lead um this year. Big receiver, six foot two, fast, proven that he can catch the ball. Didn't really have a whole lot of chemistry with Sam Darnold or Baker. Only he's had 500 the yards. Gonna, he's the guy that's going to be playing inside. Thielen's a wide body getting open on the sidelines. Sharks the burner. He's, you know, so and Sharks a big six. Sharks six foot three, six foot four as well. So he's a big body outside guy. So, so. Marshall's going to be a QB growing pains, young QB growing pains. Safety nets are dumping mm-hmm. it to the running back, tight end, or the or the or the slot receiver. So he might get a lot of targets because of that. So All right, so over under. Over over under one twenty for the leading tar- receiver for targets or receptions? whoever you get. Well, targets you dumb nut. Hundred twenty targets. Oh, over. I don't. I can see over. But Man, I don't think it's gonna be a wide receiver. How much over? You don't think it'd be a wide? You think it'd Not be a, a tight end? Yeah, Hayden Hurst. You think Hayden Hurst? I like. That's really a thing. Is move. you know, I think I think that's got. Oh, that's a good move. I, I think like he'll get like thing is, to 80. Thing is, you always hear this, and it's true if you look at the stats. A tight end is a rookie quarterback's best friend. You know, like when, you know, Ben was coming into, I think, his second year, he put Heath Miller on the map his rookie season. He was just a big body, mm-hmm. catch anything type tight end, you know, or a good, reliable tight end that gets like yep. 120 targets. Yeah, that's realistic. You look at Kenny Pickett last season, Pat Fryermuth. I don't know if he had 120, mm-hmm. but he had a lot. You know, you look at. He had like just, 90. I like that. You know, look at the Chargers. You know, look at the Bengals. You know, where Hayden Hurst is coming from. You know, like a good tight end that just catches everything. That's good. That's very good for a young team. Um, now nah, I'm going with Terrence Marshall, and yeah. I think it's under 120. I don't think anyone eclipsed 120. Because if no they receiver. had DJ Moore and he didn't even get 120. Oh, so I, I think don't. the top person, the top individual on this team, but they also get an it's going to be new head coach. It's going to be lucky to sit like right at that hundred target mark. I think is top. So I mean, some would also consider <laughs> is running backs with Frank Wright though get like 117 reception or 117 targets per year. So a lot of targets potentially going to those running backs. That's why I'm not selling Miles Sanders for cheap. <laughs> yeah, just like it's still Madison for cheap, apparently. What a dumbass trade. Yep, yep. We'll we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um Yeah, with Frank Wright, I I really I like him. I like what he can possibly do. I mean, I enjoyed him Ooh, that's uh, good. for the mm-hmm. Colts. So Jonathan Taylor had, did great under him. Like, so you know what? I yeah, wouldn't come, be surprised. Can he come back to the Colts he too. He exploded for rush for um, receiving. Can he work for both the Colts so. and Carolina so I can have him for Jonathan Taylor? And <laughs> Unfortunately, no. <laughs> okay, so and, then do you guys th- do you guys think Young's going to be in the Rookie of the Year conversation? Bryce Young, oh yeah, it's he's a quarterback mm. in the first round. Yeah, Bryce Young's going to be an offensive Rookie of the Year. And, and to, I was going to say until he puts on a shit show like Zach Wilson done and plays himself out of it. He's going to be there no matter what because of that. Yeah. So yep. like who else? I mean, granted we have another high draft pick in this division, Bijan Robinson, who would also be in that conversation. 
But who else would answer I, 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 I think I think like the four favorites obviously are fucking Young, Stroud, Bijan, and Jameer Gibbs. Those are probably the four favorites. Okay. And then after that, wide receivers. I mean, the wide receiver just won it last year, so you know, it's definitely not out of the realm. I just Here. don't. I just Here's think, wait, I think, I just think the best talent at wide receiver have the most competition. I just think there's too many mouths to feed for JSN to put up big enough bulk numbers this year unless he just explodes like Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. But Here's a stat for you. What's up, man? Pat Fryermuth hit, hit me with had, it. Hit. Pat Fryermuth last year, so rookie, rookie season for Kenny Pickett, 98 <laughs> targets. Oh, 98 damn. targets, but on eight starts. That's wow. kind of crazy. That's right up not, there with the amount of that targets you bring it that, up, that hot. I did got. have them in one of my fantasy that's, leagues, and he did he did pretty well for me. Yeah. Think about that. That's, that. that's right that's up there on track. the second half of the season Hawk had for the Vikings. That's on, that's that's on track that's, for 200 targets. And Hayden Hurst is a very similar tight end. I just don't think he has – I don't think he's as talented as Pratt Firemuth. But I think he's as. I don't think point. he's. I don't think he's athletic as Fryermuth. As athletic, I think. Nope. Yes, for sure. But but I think he's. I think he's just as good of a pass catcher. I think he's just as good of a blocker. And he's. I think his release off blocks are great. Like he recognizes so then, when he needs to block and when he needs to release. That's really good. And I seen him twice a season when he's playing for the Bengals. He always. So then, do you those. think Caden Hurst fantasy wise will finish like top three, top five, top five, maybe top, top six. Five. Maybe top okay. six. It depends on how much the unicorn gets. I mean, that's not out of the realm of possibility. Like we, like obviously, like Kelsey's there, and then you, and then Hawk, Kittle, Goddard, Andrews, and Waller. If everyone stays healthy, are probably all next in line. And then really, like, I'd say Fryermuth puts his name in that. And then after that, like, mm-hmm. it's a toss up. And so if some, one or two of them get hurt, which is probably going to happen, then yeah, that opens the door for point. a top five finish. Yep, I'd probably toss Evan okay. Ingram in there for the breakout as well. That's probably my top ten tight ends for the season. Yeah, I mean Evan Ingram finished number three last year in our league at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of tight ends and the unicorn, what are we thinking about the Falcons? <laughs> That's right. I left Kyle Pitts off in my top ten for a reason. He had a great rookie season, but I want to see him prove it. Just on too many one and done anomalies. Do you, you, so I'm going to I'm going to defend uh, Kyle Trask a little bit. To be fair, if you wait, look at how on, they oh, wait, wait, Kyle wait, hold Trask, on. You mean Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts? Not Kyle, Kyle Pitts. Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Excuse me. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I, I don't. He doesn't need this the. Man just, I would say this man just switched up on us. I would say he, with no. the addition of Bijan and having I'm Drake sorry, London there me. and everything, Pitts doesn't need to put up another 1,000 or 1,100 yard season for me to say, to respect him and say he's a top 10 tight end. He just needs to <laughs> clear the 700 yard range and have like six to seven touchdowns on like good efficiency. Like he needs to do that. Here, if he does that. Here's food off. for thought. <laughs> how many targets I mean, do you his think he had? Year, last? He was tight how many seven. targets? How many targets do you think he had last year? 62. 62? Okay. Everybody round table. Let's, let's guess how many targets he had last year. I think year. he had like for, 53. For who? 53. How many targets? For Pitts? 53 yes. is one. Oh. How many targets yeah. did he have his rookie season? A lot more. One hundred and ten. He was tied in seven his rookie season. He was targeted one hundred and ten times. He had about the same, you know, uh catch percentage guess on targets. 
He had a little right, bit lower many... yards per reception. He had one more touchdown than he did his rookie campaign. You know, like yeah, he only had he 50, been targ- fifty-nine targets. Yeah, if he got targeted close, the same close. amount, then like he would be still in that top ten discussion. Do I think he's good enough to carry the Falcons? No, but I do think that if fancy wise, he's a valuable player, especially if they're going to decide to go with Desmond Ritter. Yeah. You just said Kyle Pitts was. He was. He was. You won't ever catch me leaving. Rookie year. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Over a thousand yards his rookie year. With one touchdown. Pro Bowl appearance. He had two touchdowns last season. And he he was still tied in seven his rookie year with one touchdown. Yeah, with one touchdown. That shows you how easy it is to get into the top 10 for tight ends. Again, after Kittle. Yeah, he's one of two tight ends to ever have a thousand plus in his rookie year. Yeah, and I had more rushing yards than Todd Gurley last year. Yeah, what's your point? No, you didn't. Yeah, we're the same. Kyle. Okay, zero. But like, okay, exactly. But this is Todd why Gurley I hate was Kyle. Good past his rookie season, he had like four oh. or five good seasons. Oh no! If Todd Gurley's knees didn't betray him, he might be the best running back of the past decade. Not Derrick Henry, and I think there'd be a very legitimate claim to that. The pace he was on. Yeah, oh, he, yeah. Was, he was. Especially if he never left. He was. No, he he was on Tomlinson Emmett Smith touchdown pace. He, yeah. he was going nuts. <laughs> he was good. Yeah. I hate Kyle Pitts. If anyone listened to the podcast last year, they know that. I hate Kyle Pitts. Awful. I think he was yeah, overhyped. Pitts only had overwhelmed. 59% of his targets were catchable. 23%. Mariota threw 23% of his passes over 20 yards. I think he definitely like, has room to improve, and it's very easy. Yeah, don't get me wrong. It's, he's a he, great he athlete. The four quarterback. I, just, I, I just don't think that a 1,000 yards like season in and season out is expected just because like outside of you know guys that are considered a top five all-time at their position, it's not a norm. Well, let me put it this way. Name the last couple but, great but tight ends for fantasy. Normal, the, the greats, though, the other great all-time greats and the people that are tied in the league. Gonzalez, seven to eight hundred yards a season. That's great for tight ends. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, that's all. That's all he needs to be. Now, here's yeah. I was gonna say here's the thing. All of them that you think about, Antonio Gates, big guys, big bulky guys. He's big, but he's not bulky. He's huge. Like the rest. Yeah, what he's big, are you talking about? But he's not about? bulky. When you're looking at Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, uh, Antonio Gates, all these guys, they're big guys. He's six six. You're right. He's tall. Six six two forty. Yeah, he's slender he's, for that. <laughs> when you compare Gronk's him to every other old. NFL tight end, he is slender. So he Gronk doesn't like six, let's, six let's see. five two forty something two fifty. And also, do you realize how old Kyle Pitts is? He's twenty three. He turns twenty three this year. Yeah. He, oh, yeah. He's very yeah, young. He's going to. So put he's got to prove it. He, yes. he has to. He's, if he, he wants to make to this good. No, no. To prove something, he has to. He's, he already proved something. He doesn't have to. No, he didn't. He, he did on one, one good season. Out he of two. I would say to put that in perspective, Lion Williams is the same height as him and weighs forty more pounds than him. So, Who? but like, here's the Zion thing: Zion Williamson in fifty percent of Kyle Pitts' mm. seasons so far, he's made the Pro Bowl. No, it's so, much about it. That's just facts. Do we he want the Pro Bowl. to bring out stats then? That means you have yes, to make it. Yes, I will go find a player who is one and one. <laughs> yes, he did. The... I sure, will find a player who's one and Here's one, the thing. and then you'll say they're Here's trash. Here's the thing. No, I won't. 
<laughs> you can have one good season. Yeah, and you can. Again, he, so had he, one, needs to prove he had one average season, which wasn't so, even bad considering so, how many targets he the, had. The reason I want him to prove it, and I mean, how, don't get me wrong, and quarterback. I, I agree was, that like, like, people forget how bad Mar- Mariota was. Yeah, Mariota yeah, was like, bad. Mariota Mariota is a better fantasy QB than real life QB. Yeah, uh, like here's the thing: he's taking fucking thirty bomb shots every fucking down, you know. And like Kyle Pitts, he's a fucking tight end, you know. Sure, there's a reason why there's a reason why Mariota only completed twenty percent of his passes over twenty yards. Yeah, yeah, he's a horrible quarterback. And did they do anything to help their quarterback spot or? We just kind of say second-round pick. I sold it for a second-round pick. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. We we know Marcus Mariota was bad. We know that Matt Ryan was washed. We know this, but did they do anything to get it better? Did Ritter, Desmond Ritter, who didn't? I don't really play. I don't mind Ritter. I beat out Marcus Mariota. Their best option is Tyler. Henneke, our Taylor Henneke, the guy from Washington. Their best option is Desmond Ritter. No, their best option isn't Desmond Ritter. He has to prove something. He wasn't no. even a complete How, quarterback. When does coming, he get to, this when is does coming he from get the same guy it? who says Malik Willis is a good quarterback. Shut the fuck up. I say good Ooh. prospect. That's a difference. Big difference. No, you think you I think take Ritter every day of the week Malik over Willis. Malik, I, would, Malik I take Willis. Willis. Over started Ritter. like had four or five the chances. Titans, the Titans have already put Will Levis above Willis. They're pretty much done with Willis. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Again, Malik Willis just had like, his chance last year. No, he didn't. He and Ritter's starting, so I don't know who would I rather have. The guy who's going to actually have a chance to get more than zero fantasy points one week, or the guy Malik be- Willis yeah. had started like four games last year. He had a chance to prove it that they didn't need to draft a quarterback. He failed. He did not prove it. Uh, Desmond Ritter, Ritter started, the, started four games, proved that the Falcons don't need to draft a quarterback, so they drafted Bijan. Man, if only Houston Minus followed that logic, because I think Davis Mills didn't do horrible. Yeah, I was going to say, so Mills we're going to put all of our faith in the NFLs who Gardner Minshew should have had the job over Trevor Lawrence. So if we're going with that, head coaches and everything do said that? take you. You have consistently talked no, higher of Gardner. Said, no, what I said, once they drafted Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence should have always start over Gardner Minshew. What I thought the Jaguars should have done to is trade tra- back. Same. I thought it was dumb to draft so Trevor. So therefore, not take Trevor Lawrence. Anyways, what I'm saying is Desmond no, If you're going to, it's different. If you're going to. If you're going to, if you're going to pull the trigger on Lawrence, then you do it. But he was saying there's an alternative option. And it would have been interesting yeah. to see the alternative option, which would have been exactly. Gardner Minshew starting. Because, because, because I agree, Minshew wasn't the problem there. Yeah. So, anyways, what I'm getting back to is Kyle Pitts still is just okay. He needs to prove it. Desmond Ritter did not prove that he was good enough at a high enough level for long enough. And that's where I'll leave that at. So, Kyle Pitts, trash, both fantasy and real life. He has so to Brock do something. Brock trash too, then. He played more than four games. And he played, he played in the five. playoffs. And he played in the playoffs. Benefited by a team that was already there. So we admit scheme and other things play into a player being good or bad, right? That's what scheme we're admitting does. right here? Already, oh. already, we okay, already perfect. know scheme does. Okay, perfect. 
did the Falcon scheme change to a certain to level? Change our mind to, to a certain level. To no, a certain I'm level. still going Ritter over. Desmond Ritter all day. changed my mind about where the Falcons are going to be. Not their scheme. Mariota was operating that scheme poorly. Mar- Desmond Ritter was That's operating that scheme well. That's yeah, the t- difference. And the guy behind Desmond Ritter, who should have the starting job, Taylor Heineke, has proven at Washington that he can and should be a starting quarterback and very effective. And why did Washington trade for a quarterback? Because he destroyed his ankle. Yeah. <laughs> the, the dude can't hey. walk. And but they gave Carson look, Wentz. Let's look, at, let's look at his door, nine starts for Washington, 62% completion. Again, with Washington, 1,859 yards with Washington, 12 touchdowns, six interceptions. Nine starts, okay, not four. Fair. So I'm just maybe throwing out there, maybe they... But, what, but one's on a rookie deal, man. Like, one's on a cheap rookie deal. If you point? get to build you get to build a cheap rookie year quarterback that, compared to 2015. Not impressive. Yeah, he also yeah. threw for 3,400 yards. Again, so with Washington. Like, ben, ben, if you look because at the we just admitted scheme and coaching plays. Ben, if if you're looking at a team, would you rather go with the younger option? They're both similar in potential. I'll agree. But would you rather go with the younger option on a cheaper contract that you're not locked into completely so you can go ahead and bench him? And he has a salary that's cheaper than your second string quarterback, or the second string quarterback that has a higher salary that potentially could see starting time and is good enough to carry this team to at least a 500 record. If we're doing GM mode, yeah, I'm starting the rookie or the young guy in the rookie contract. If we're doing need points now for fantasy, I'm doing Heineke. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> we were bringing Trash. up fantasy football because Kyle Pitts Trash. sucks dick at it. But if he's not starting, then it don't matter. So if you're a GM and you're not starting him, then that means he ain't going to start. So he's worth zero fantasy points. That's a what very do you mean? <laughs> That's why it's you don't worse. think he's going to start, but he's going to be more valuable in fantasy. What the fuck are you saying? Are you kidding? No, if me? you're a he's GM, saying that he wants Desmond Ritter to fail, and then he's going to pick up Taylor Heineke and free agency to rub it in. No, what I'm true. saying is, if you're a GM, yes, yeah. you're going to start the guy in the rookie contract. What I'm stating is, if you want wins now, and or if you paid attention to fantasy, if you are a Kyle Pitts owner, you would rather have Tyler Heineke start because he's the no. better option out of Desmond Ritter. No, that's I'm not, not true. saying that uh, it's just GM they would switch. Heineke is better than Ritter. How? I just read off his stats. One had four games. 20 to 15 is a terrible ratio. What? For 3,500 yards on a team that sucked dick in Washington. 12 touchdowns, six interceptions. You have Scary Terry. That's also good. That's a two to one ratio. What are you talking about? How? Austin, that's a two to one ratio in the NFL. I'm a, I'm aware it's a two to one ratio. Okay, because we just said Bryce Young more, could get a one point five. Desmond Ritter, he played more games. Of course, he's but the have difference, the difference is Bryce Young is on a team where he's not going to have the opportunity to necessarily have to throw that much. He's not going to be the engine of that team. The difference is, do you think Bijan is think going to be Ritter? the full engine? 
Yes. Well, I, think- I, I don't think Ritter's going to have to do as much. Think of who the coach is, Arthur from Tennessee. He's And they drafted yeah. the best running brass prospect since Saquon. They're going to run a lot and do probably play action most. They're not going to yes, expect like, Ritter. You're talk- so, again, for the GM, the it's good. As the GM, yeah, you're not going to have Desmond Ritter be the guy. You're going to go through Bijan. What I'm stating is for the fantasy purposes, as Desmond a Kyla Pitts owner, if I was, Desmond I wouldn't Ritter. want Desmond Ritter. Ritter. I wouldn't want Ritter. Desmond Ritter. I wouldn't Desmond want Ritter. Desmond Ritter all day. No. You had Desmond Ritter all day. You you own Ritter and you invested decent capital in him, so you gotta believe that. You don't get a say. Why do you think I <laughs> Ritter? I have no faith I in didn't him really, for fantasy. I didn't really invest that much. For for growing and growing pains? Yeah, you, you take you take Ritter. You see what he's got. You you passed on any of the options here because at eight there was none left. You had Will Levis. No one wanted Will. Clearly, by draft day, I mean, no yeah, one wanted yeah. Will. So, Travis, I didn't invest that much. I invested Kenneth Walker in two thirds for Jalen Walton, Desmond Ritter, and two thirds. And it was mostly so, Waddle. I, I, that was, I didn't that was really waddle. invest that much with him. So, oh, just this is some low risk random, reward. Random update. Does not have doesn't have anything to do with the AFC South, which a lot of this hasn't. But <laughs> NFC South, uh, bro, per, or NFC South. Yeah, I don't know why I keep saying AFC. But uh, per <laughs> Josina Anderson, the Washington Commanders have been making preliminary inquiries behind the scenes for Kareem Hunt. There we go. Interesting. That'd be nice. Very nice. I heard both Antonio Gibson and um the guy who got shot, Robinson, Brian Robinson, yeah. Brian, Robinson. Brian Robinson. Uh, so, okay, let's bring up the Falcons' schedule. Shane, you're passionate about them. Apparently you like them. They have a 17-game schedule. Go ahead, break it down. Obviously, week one through week 18. 17-game schedule. Yes. Lose to Panthers. Lose to Packers. Lose to Lions. Lose to the Jags. I think they can beat the Texans. I think that's possible. I think they're going to be more of a trap team. So I'm going to throw a couple <laughs> wins that are kind of random in there. I think they can beat the Texans. One and four. Lose to the Commanders. One and five. I don't know why. I just forgot numbers. But <laughs> <laughs> numbers hard. Two and five. Those, those are numbers numbers hard. Two and five against the Bucks. Three and five against the Titans. Four and five against the Vikings. Ooh. Five and five against the Cardinals. Yeah. That makes five sense. and six. Fuck out against here. the Saints. Five and seven against the Jets. I, I think they could sweep the Bucks. Six and seven against the Bucks. Would not be surprised. Lose, lose the lose to the Panthers. Panthers. So seven and eight or six and eight. Seven and eight against the Colts. Seven and nine against the Bears. I think they beat the Saints. Eight and nine. Okay, so maybe one game difference from last year. Yeah, right around. But oh fuck! I, I thought Ritter was the savior, guys. He's gonna <laughs> get into the number one spot. Okay, Austin, say, break down their schedule. No, 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 I'm no, no. Saying, Austin, <laughs> number one, break it down. No, no, I'm just kidding. Do number I get to respond probably, yeah. at all? Like, do I think number that two. Desmond Ritter They're is completely the option? Not necessarily, but like he could be. And the thing is, you're building him to be. You're giving him the opportunity to be. And now you're in a position where guess what? If those games that like that were 50-50 kind of toss-ups that I give him like a 52% chance win or something like go against them 
now they have a shit record. And now, you know, Desmond Ritter isn't your quarterback. And now you're picking in the top three of the draft. And now you get to get your franchise quarterback. So it's a win-win either way. So even if you're, if your ceiling is eight or nine wins with the Falcons, you got to understand your basement is going to be like three or four. So I, I mm-hmm. recognize that when I'm saying this as well. So Desmond Ritter starting is a win-win <laughs> either way because you might have a franchise quarterback. And if you don't, then you get one. So look at, See, look at what the Panthers you, Your thing the was Panthers the ceiling. Did. Yeah, your, your six wins was the ceiling for me. Eight. See, that's I was going to say that. Me, me too. I see five or six wins because I'm undecided about Green Bay. I see they. I'll I, say, I think they I'll, love Green Bay. I say they beat Green Bay, beat uh, beat Houston, beat Washington. They split with Tampa, so they win against Tampa. They beat Tennessee and they beat Arizona, and then I think they lose out after bye week. You think they beat? Ar- Does everyone think they're going to beat Arizona? Dude, Arizona's yeah. bad. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Arizona's going to be bad. Everyone. I think it's Arizona. Kyler Murray. I, I think Arizona's number one pick, bro. That bad. I I think that they might go zero and seventeen this year. They're bad. You they got third string lose. guys starting. Man, it really is going to depend every game without Kyler Murray for sure. Um, after yeah. that, they might pick up three or four wins. I was going to say, is Maybe something five. like detrimentally wrong with Kyler at the moment? Well, he's he not going to be starting to like week six or seven. Uh, he looks kind of like Yoda, and he's five foot eleven. <laughs> Jesus, I mean, yeah, obviously. And, and, and he also just blew his knee out a couple months ago. So there's that. So there's a little. There's a couple things wrong with him. Uh, that, his he, coach didn't like him too much, so he went back to college. They got a new coach. True. Okay. Couldn't, couldn't win with okay, DeAndre so Hopkins. Falcon, Carolina, week one, that's a win. Green Bay, week two, that's a win. Two and zero. Oh. Detroit, that's a loss. Jacksonville, that's a loss. Two and two. Houston, that'll be an interesting game. But I feel like, like they can win like. at three and two. Washington, four and two. Tampa, five and two. Tennessee, loss five and three. Minnesota, five and four. Arizona, six and four. I think they're going to split with this, the Saints. Mm. I can see that so, too. I can. And then, I don't want to believe it. <clears throat> uh, I, I think they're gonna. I think they're each gonna win their home game. I think that's I just how it's gonna say be. they're gonna. Sw- they're. I just want to say the Saints are seven and five at right now. Stewart. Yep. <clears throat> they're gonna lose to the lose to the Jets, seven six. Beat Tampa. I'm gonna say beat Carolina again. Beat the Colts. Ooh. Beat Chicago. Lose Ooh. to the Saints. Ooh. You just had a ten and six record. Someone smoked way too much crack. I you think need that's to return ceiling. the crack. <clears throat> it's the wrong kind. <laughs> I think that's their ceiling. I think okay, no, 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 that they can get to 10 <laughs> wins at least. We haven't been far off on a lot of them, Austin. Like for a lot of our division breakdowns, we haven't been far off. We are Stewart very far loves off. you right now, yeah. Austin. Yeah, Stewart, Stewart is – That's it. Stewart what offered him a blowy. <laughs> The teams Ben and I disagree the most on is the teams in the <laughs> NFC South. Yeah, you yeah. guys were saying this was going to be a boring episode. No, this, <laughs> I thought the trash division was going to be disagree here. Oh, big I, time. I think I think the Panthers will get nine, probably. So you have Falcons one, Panthers two. No, no, I have Saints one. Oh God, Ooh. Falcons two. 
Panthers. It's oh, not a historically di- difficult division. It's not a realm of possibility the Falcons finish second. Okay. But the Panthers could also very well finish second. The Bucks, yeah. no no matter what, they're gonna finish last, in my in my opinion. Yeah. The Bucks. I think are gonna I think finish the Bucks last. might get like three or four wins this year. They lost so much, yeah. man. Are you kidding me? Like so okay, they, let's go ahead and start talking about well, the Bucks. I think that the think Bucks lost Tom Brady. Mike. Tom Brady. Yeah, no, that's Lenny. a big yeah. Okay. Shaq Mason. Um Leonard Murphy Fournette, Lonnie. not that important. Ronald White way better anyways R- last year. R- Rashad White. Rashad, not Ronald, you're right. So Tom Brady also huge was, loss. I agree. Levante no, they resigned Levante David. Yeah. yeah. Sean Murphy bunching. Sh- that was a hard loss. Huge loss. Huge Shaq loss Mason, for them. Big loss. Shaq Mason, Tom Brady. That's it. Nadamakan Sue. But they kept Jamal Dean, Levante David, and Anthony Nielsen. All great defensive players. And Sue as well. Okay, Nadamakan Sue played what? 40%? That's the He was was behind Vita Bay. He was their 4 3 guy. They played Tampa 2 a lot. So, like, when they ran 4 3 and, like, a run stop scheme, that's when he was on the field. So, yes, he was their run stopping D tackle. And we'll we'll see so if they bring loss. someone else. Hey, we'll come in for it. And so aren't they losing some... Evan White as well? Uh, like what? They... No, they. Still Isn't there Devin something White. going on with Devin White? I don't think. I thought I think, he was asking. I think, I think he's he in a contract trade. here, but I think he did request a trade. Probably, they're going to be bad this year. So, so like, if, I mean, if I, they lose Devin White, you I, know, that's okay. I think Baker Mayfield. Individually for like for individual like actual football statistics and for fantasy purposes might have his best year ever just because of the weapons there between Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and whatnot. But I think they lost enough on both sides of the ball outside of that that it's not going to translate to wins and they're going to take a step back in that category for sure. But I think Baker Mayfield actually has a decent season, all things considered. I mean, when you look at their offense, it's stayed mostly intact. When you when it comes to it, if Matt Stafford can have like seven top ten seasons with the Lions, I think playing sub five hundred ball, it's possible for Mayfield to do it. Those receivers, <laughs> and those receivers are everything. It's, I mean, you you've got Mike Evans, who is a consistent thousand yard receiver. Anyone think he's not hitting a thousand yards with Baker throwing to him? He's proved before Tom Brady. That I think no I matter think the QB, he catches a thousand. I was a thousand easy. I was thousand since his record start since his streak started with his rookie year. He's literally got, got a thousand yards with every single quarterback that's ever thrown to him. So I, I can't doubt him now. Right. You want to talk about yeah. it, a player that's just like not appreciated as much as they should be. Him like, and him honest, and Brandon like, Cooks. Dude, everyone mm-hmm. says that Devon, like, okay, Devonte Adams is top three. Like his peak seasons are sl- are better than Evans, but Evans had some good seasons like that too. But like they're in the same draft class, and I take Mike Evans one. over Devonte Adams. I I would too for, for consistency and longevity. For career yeah. totals, it's it's and for it's, like the better career since then, it's definitely Evans than Adams. What? Well, well, their peak three years, if you take their three best years separate and put them, like Devontae's one season that was like ridiculous, his last one with Green Bay, was the only one that's like significantly better than any of 
of Evans is but best. The thing is, Evans had, like, you know, I think Devontae got so much more like talk about him because he he looked like, like a Roger fucking Stone. ninja. He looks like a fucking ninja. He catches the ball and he's just juking three fuckers and he's getting down the field and he zip zap zoop zap and gets a touchdown. I will, I will say Adams, Evans, is Mike, Adams's peak was a little bit higher than Evans's, but they're Mike Mike Evans is such a boring else. wide receiver to watch on the highlights. Oh, what's that? You just caught a contested catch again? Damn, that's crazy. But it's so valuable. Like Mike Evans isn't the most fun player Damn. to watch, and I think that kind of went against him in the I love talks Mike about- Evans because he's got two two weeks out of the season guaranteed. You get the live pay per view boxing match against Marshawn Lattimore. That's true. <laughs> now let me put it this way: this is their stats comparatively. So reception. So I just so go, go ahead, Austin. Go uh, ahead. I was just looking randomly at a sleep rap, right? <clears throat> and the thing popped up that J.K. Dobbins is withholding because he wants to get paid. Yeah, Which that he should homie has, homie has no leverage. Yeah, that yeah. makes the trade a lot more even slash maybe me losing it if that yeah. affects into the season. Yeah, that's <laughs> disgusting. True. So here's the Mike Evan, Devontae Adams stats for the 2014. Both came into the league 2014. 683 catches for Mike Evans, 769 for Devontae. So Devontae wins that. 10,425 for Evans, 9,637. So he has Adams. almost a thousand. He, so he has like more than a thousand more yards and over and less almost than a, a thousand on, on, on a hundred less targets. Now, here's a big difference when we talk about it. Average yard per catch, 15.3 for Mike Evans, 12.5 for Devontae. That's a big difference when you're talking about averages. 87 Especially touchdowns over for Devontae, sample. 81 for Evans. So not a big difference there. So what are games played? Oh, let me bring that up because it didn't break that down. <laughs> oh my gosh. You're, you're trying to help the Mike Evans stats, aren't you, bud? You're like mm-hmm. if if the games played are are different. I'm gonna say the only thing that he like has is like he has six more touchdowns on a hundred more targets and a thousand um, yards less. Devonta Adams has played four right, less so games here. in the career. Only four less. So that's so pretty good. I think Mike Evans has right, done so more with what he's this. been given. Oh yeah, he's had worse quarterbacks. Because a hundred less, because a hundred less targets is telling. I think yeah. that's the biggest significant thing. Yeah, the the fact that one had Aaron Rodgers for most of his career, and the one year with Derek Carr, still a high end QB. Whereas, can you guys name all the quarterbacks Mike Evans had throw to him? I say Mike Evans has more consecutive thousand yard seasons than Devontae Adams has with thousand yard seasons. Period. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. So. Yeah, Adams has four less games. If you want to look at literally like nine, uh, if you want to talk about twenty nineteen to twenty twenty one more targets, my bad. Then sure, Devontae Adams is better. But if you want to talk about their whole career, it's Evans. And you know, like something else is like. I do Evans think Evans has a, out of one of them. And here, here's the thing: one of them. Evans has a ring. End that's, of conversation. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I take either one of them. I mean, you can't really, like if you're talking about fantasy purposes, you really can't go wrong for I, either of them. I, they're pro- in their prime. I would I'd, say I'd be happy. Adam, with Adams has a top, had a top three f- floor in his prime. Evans had a top ten floor in his absolute prime. So. For fantasy purposes, yeah, I mean, one of them. I can't go wrong with either. 
So I agree. Right, who, who has the better? Well, hold okay. on, hold on. Who for has the better purpose, fantasy year? I would say for fantasy purposes, I would I would take Adams as peak over Evans slightly, but for like actual no, NFL purposes, they were the same. For, for for this year, who has the better fantasy year? Adams with Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker and Mike Evans. I'm going Baker and Mike. I have faith in Baker. I have faith in Mike. He's consistent a thousand yards. There's a chance Devontae dips back under a thousand yards. But then again, if you force feed him 180 I, I, targets, I, 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 I think not. this is near Devontae. I'm gonna say I, I think, think this is near Devontae drops. What? Like Travis, I, they I saw think Devontae Adams drops this year. Not like Same. crazy, like falls off the plane. I don't, but I think his run in the top five is over. I, I think he's going to get I, I, the targets. I think too. he gets eleven to twelve hundred yards, but we're not seeing no fourteen hundred plus anything from him no more. I think it's done. I think he gets force fed some targets and gets like eleven hundred yards, but that's about I it. Think, I, I, well, I think I think he was getting force fed a little bit last year by Derek Carr. Which speaking oh, yeah. of Derek Carr. Now That's with the Saints. How about the Saints targets last year? Who day? Right. Who day? The Saints. Chris Olave. The, the Saints are going to win the division. That's what. Chris Olave. Uh, Thank you, Travis. I don't agree with them winning the division. I, I think when you look at the I schedules, think Saints are going to win the division too. That's what I like to hear. We agree on something. I already said I, I agreed is, on them. I just this is I what I was saying Hawkins earlier. I think two. the schedule. I think the schedule is going to be playing the biggest part for it. I think this division definitely has the smallest gap between like what's could happen. So I do think their schedule is going to play the biggest. All right, so Chris schedule Olave is going to be sch- great. Team strength of schedule affecting the overall finish in the league or in the division. That the schedule strength is going to have the hardest effect on this division out of every other division. Yes, so I agree with that. That's what you're trying to say. It took me a second to get that out. But I, I, got it. I think Bucks are going to end number one. I think then the Saints, yeah, Carolina, and then Atlanta. I think Bucks one, Saints you're two, and Panthers. Baker will not I Kyle think Trask will start. Kyle Trask will start. Tam. You know what? If Kyle Trask start, I'm still going to stick with Tampa because – their offense and defense is just good enough. I think they did enough in the offseason to grab one or two more wins from last year. Their schedule's a smidge easier. And um, I think they're going to end up 10 and 7, 12 and se- uh, 5 as their peak. I think they'll end 10 and 7. Peak is 12 and 5. Floor is about 8 and 9 again. Hmm. Uh, where's you the thing? That's interesting. The Saints, I think, also have a ceiling of twelve and five, but I think realistically they're going to finish nine and eight, a game under, and then their floor is, I would say, seven wins. I think that's their floor. I don't think, I think their their array is much closer. Like I don't think they'll be awful. I think their floor. Actually, yeah. Let's move their. I'm looking at their schedule. I'll move their I floor see, up. I there. see four to six wins. Six is their ceiling. Four is their floor. For Tampa, Bucks had the worst offseason. So for, for Tampa, so, I see, I see four for, to six wins for Tampa. That's it. That for me, what I'm going to say is, thank the Panthers take the division, ten and seven. Falcons nine and eight, but I think they sweep the Saints. Saints nine and eight, but they get third place because they got swept. I think the Bucks come in last with three or four wins. I, was saying, I think at Bucks the, top five I'm, pick. I say, I'm looking at the Bucks schedule and I see. Week nine at Houston, and then the following week, week ten against Tennessee. 
potentially a split between Atlanta, maybe a split between New Orleans. They're not splitting with the Panthers. And like at that and that and then no, I don't think they're gonna split the Panthers. And then maybe they beat oh. Green Bay and maybe they beat They're playing the Bills. And, and that's they're it. Playing, but okay, I think they start I'll, I'll break I think they're I think they're 0 and four. I say oh they lose to Minnesota, lose to Chicago, lose to Philly, lose to New mm-hmm. Orleans because it's in New Orleans. So they're 0 and four going into the bye week. Yeah, they lose get it early bye week. Lose to Detroit, 0 and five. They beat Atlanta because they're at home. That's their split. They lose to Buffalo, beat Houston, beat Tennessee, lose to San Fran. They're at Indy, so I'm gonna say they're gonna lose. I think they're gonna lose to Carolina on my birthday. They're gonna they already uh I gave them the split win against Atlanta. So they're in Atlanta, they're gonna lose. They're in Lambeau, they're gonna lose to Green Bay. Lose Jacksonville no game potentially. Probably. Yeah, I could yeah see lose that. New Orleans in Carolina. I think they're gonna lose against Carolina too. I saw I see I see like four or five wins. That's it. I, so I think top five pick. You think they're gonna be? Yes. Yeah. I no, think 100%, I totally 100% disagree, disagree with you guys. Hardcore. Top five. Right, ben, I think. I ben think top go, five. Go pick. Hold on. I, ben, go over like, the schedule. Lost to Minnesota. Win against the Bears. Lost against Philadelphia. Win against the Saints. Win against the Detroit Lions. Win against the Falcons. Lost against the Bills. Win against Houston. Win against Tennessee. Lost against San Fran. Win against Indy. Win against Carolina again. Win against Atlanta. Actually, sorry. Let's move that Carolina over here. So, boom. Back to eight and five. Um, Then the Atlanta win. Green Bay win. Jacksonville loss. Saints win. Carolina win. So you think they 11, sweep Carolina and beat the Lions? No, no, I moved one of the Carolinas back. Okay, so, so you think eleven they, again, close to what I said, eleven and six. Whereas see, I, I thought can, it was I ten can and see seven. Them, I can this this division so wide open. I can see them splitting everything and like everyone splitting throughout the division. Right, but that probably won't but, happen. And then I can see them potentially no. beating Green Bay potentially and possibly your your Colts. But outside and of that, Tennessee. Houston. I just don't understand how you think they're going to beat Chicago no. and Detroit. If we they're think the Falcons are going to beat Tennessee, then we think the Bucks are going to beat Tennessee. Fuck no, because no, I think they're smoking a crack. Because, I think the, dude, I think the are you fucking kidding too. me? The fucking Bucks are one of the worst teams in the NFL. Look at their fucking roster. Dude, look Tennessee's at their depth chart. Here we go. I think Tennessee's crashed. Baker, Rashad, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage, Cade Otten. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Quarterback one. Quarterback one, Baker Mayfield. Are we really that high on Baker Mayfield? I know you're supposed to track, so yes, you are. But Kyle Trask might be the starter as well. Rashid White. I'm not too high on him. I don't know if you are. Mike Evans. I told everyone to take Rashad White by the end of the year. He'll have more touches than Lenny. And guess what happened? They realized he was the better athlete than Lenny. He got more touches. He's the better athlete than Lenny. So Lenny leaving only opens the door to show you what Mike or Rashad White is truly, which is way better. I wouldn't be surprised if he rushes for 1,000 yards. Here, listen. No quarterback. No wide receiver three. No tight end. No center. Well, Jensen might start. If he does, then awesome. No right tackle. Uh, defensive line, completely fucking in shambles, except Vita Vea. Name the top Linebacker. three wide receivers for Atlanta. If they have no wide receiver three, name the top three for Atlanta without looking. Go ahead. I can't. But the Drake thing is, London, Drake London. Not... There's one. Is he the number three? I know Drake no, 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 London. No. Yeah. Yep. 
Scotty Matt Miller. Collins, Scotty Miller. And then if you want to go a little du- d- you know, deeper, Hodge okay. has been decent. J.J. Arcega Whiteside, if you oh, remember that from okay. the Eagles. You, you want to interrupt me? Here, let me interrupt back real quick and take back. <laughs> so, Pardon the interruption. Yeah, shut the, the fuck up, Ben. Thing is with the Falcons <laughs> is they're not running the same scheme. The scheme that the Bucks are running are pass-oriented. The Falcons are running a smash-mouth scheme. They're reliant on their defense, and they're reliant on their offensive line winning in the trenches. That's what they're focused on, and that's obvious in their offseason moves. The Buccaneers are obviously trying to land a top-five pick so they get a good quarterback, so then Chris Godwin and Mike Evans get another fucking ring. That's obviously the decision they're making. Look at their defense. They're shopping Devin White, so I'm not even going to count him. So then you got Elise Gilbert. They actually said they're not shopping him. Okay, well, he still fucking wants out, and he might not fucking play. Who knows? You know, we haven't seen shit that crazy before. You got aging Shaquille Barrett. You got Levante David, who's a stud. You got Vita Vea, who's a stud. You got Winfield, who's great. But everything else is take it or leave. You got Jamel Dean as well, who's good. But everything else is take it or leave. And with that many holes, I don't trust it, especially with the significance of them. So if we're going to say Baker Mayfield is a zero, we're saying Desmond Ritter is a zero. Nope. So that's there's fine. no QB that's, for even Even Tam- so, that's Atlanta. fine. That's fine. I don't care. Because Desmond Ritter <laughs> is in a similar position as as Bryce Young. Because they're running a similar scheme. They're running that smash You don't think they're going to change the scheme for their new quarterback? No, nope. the because their team's not fucking built for it. Rasheed White isn't the type of back that is going to get you through the fucking trenches. He's not going to run you isos. He's not going to run you zones. He's not going to hit gaps. He's going to be a sweeper. He's going to be a pass receiver. He might hit an iso once or twice throughout the season. That's not the type of back he is. And his film details that. Baker Mayfield, he operates very well in a widespread offense. He actually prefers to pass the ball as much as possible because he gets in hot and cold streaks. If he's on a hot streak, he can be the best quarterback in the damn league, but it's few and far between. So Rasheed mm-hmm. White compliments that very nicely. Tight end, they got Kate Auden. So that's a weakness because Baker Mayfield's number one target is tight end. You look at Mike Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, amazing wide receivers. How many targets are they actually going to get? I hope a lot because they are great enough receivers, but with their defense not being good enough and with me not trusting their run game enough, I don't think that they're going to win a lot of games. They need a great defense and a one side of offense to be great. Thing is with Atlanta, the same thing with Carolina. They only need one side of their offense to be good because their defense is pretty good. Like Carolina is elite. Falcons are pretty good. And the thing is the Falcons, I put them at second in the division because I like their offensive line more. And Bijan Robinson, if he is what he's smoked up to be, you watch his film, he could be that guy. He could be that guy that carries a team. And I believe it. I could see it, especially with Kyle Pitts on the same offense and you're running more play action mm-hmm. bootlegs. Play action, number one target, tight end. Boom, Kyle Pitts is back in the picture big time, and you're finally getting the ball in his hands, and now you're getting an electric playmaking duo. But that's not putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback, unlike where Baker Mayfield's going to be, where he's going to have to be passing a ton. He's going to have a lot of games where he he might be the best fantasy quarterback in a couple weeks because he's going to have 50 attempts a fucking game. That's the reality of the Tampa offense. And so they're not going to win. You think Atlanta's going to copy Tennessee? I don't think it's... In the I mean, smash mouth good stay, defense. You know, Derrick I mean, Henry, great running back. Tennessee, that's just smash mouth football. Right, but that's, what, it, that's what I'm saying. It's I like mean, the same I mean, style. They did. The they already had A.J. Terrell. They had uh, the great linebacker. 
what's this Dion White or whatever his name is, and uh, or Dion something I can't remember. You know, mm. they're, they're I know they have Bud Dupree that they got from free agency. I know Lorenzo That's Carter for that. Arizona. I know or not Arizona for Atlanta for Atlanta. Um, Michael Walker, but he's backup. Grady Jarrett is a defensive lineman, but I don't know any like. Those Deion Jones. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's yeah he's but, gone. That was a couple of years they ago. Kept, they kept Lindstrom. Yeah. They kept Carter. They kept McGarry. You so know, these like, are the was... superstars that I see on their team: Bud Dupree, Garrett, JD, AJ Terrell. Three. They look at their safeties. They sign a couple of uh, since yeah. safeties. Richie yeah. Grant, Jesse Bates the third. They did bring Jesse on Bates. Jeff Akuda if he can bring it Ak- together Akuda, after. I like and I like Bates signing because he was a starter. Uh, but for me, their defense isn't good enough to be Smash Mouth. So like, I love the idea of them doing it. They're just not good enough for it. They're just not. Whereas Tampa Bay, yeah, their defense is good enough. That no, it's not. I think their defense is equally shitty. But I think Atlanta's offense has a chance to be more explosive for fantasy purposes. Mm-hmm. But I think Baker Mayfield can, because of you to being utilized the way he's going to be, is going to have. I do think Baker's going to have a decent season. Like I think he's he's going to hit like thirty eight hundred yards and thirty touchdowns and like fifteen interceptions. But that's not going to really translate to wins because the defense is going to be giving up thirty five points a game, and. That's why I think they win four to six games. <laughs> nah, I'm, I'm way higher on, on Tampa. They're going number one, then the Saints, then the Panthers. So everyone the has Falcons. the Saints at least in their top two then. Or does Shane yes. had them third? No, I have them third. Ben yeah. had them third. But he just said No, I said I have the Saints second. Oh, Panthers third. Panthers third. Panthers third. Me and Boston and think then Saints first. Course. And you have... Now, I wouldn't be surprised if the Saints win the division. Like I said, 10 and 7, 11 and 6, like it's right there. I would not be surprised if the Saints, if they flip flop and the Bucs are number two. But I don't see Carolina or the Falcons winning. I don't see either one of them coming close at all. Bryce Young has to really come out and show me, like you were saying, I don't even think one and a half to one is a good ratio for him to show us that he can win those close games. Um, and for Desmond Ritter, I obviously have no faith. So I have no faith mm-hmm. in that offense. I have no faith in the defense. I think Bijan's going to be great. I think they're going to try to run a smash mouth. It's just not going to go according to plan. I don't think that they're put together enough. So I have them going last again. It's That's where I'm at with them. If they can come out and show like Tennessee where they – can hand it to Bijan and their defense really can hold a, a team to under 20 points. I wouldn't be surprised if they creep up to, you know, second, but I think I'm far away from that. I think I need to see OTAs. I need to see some training camp hype to, to even fuel the speculation. For me, they're dead last. That's, that's where I'm at with them. Um, Saints. All right. Yeah, again, they could be, they could be number one. They're good. Depends. Michael Thomas coming back or no. What do you guys think? Yeah, he's playing. Yeah, he already said so. Yeah. Maybe he already, he already yeah. said he's going to play. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how he is likes he go- Okay, okay. Let me put it this way: Is he going to come back and be good? Because now it's what, like two years yeah. off. I mean, the 
limited actually when he what he played what like two or three games last season then took off again and like and that limited action or he was decent basically so All we'll right. see who's you guys finish the sleepers for each team then for each team okay but bucks rashad white uh no not, not even rashad baker i think baker's the Bucks sleeper actually baker is i agree and then for Atlanta, it's Pitts. Kyle Pitts. Mm-hmm. That's what I was going to say. And then I think Terrace Marshall is a huge sleeper for Carolina. And then uh, New Orleans. I would say then, Sanders. And then, and then New Orleans, I think it's going to be uh, Kendra Miller or Juwan Johnson. Mm-hmm. Not Jamal Williams. Juwan Johnson. No, I don't think Jamal Williams is going to put up the same kind of. He's not going to get the same touch on the touchdowns he got last year. I could see maybe half, just like the season before. Like we, we every single se- season, we have one dude that pops off for a ridiculous amount of touchdowns for no reason. Just the because James Conner season. Yeah, the season mm-hmm. before is Connor and yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm, I'm okay. not far off of him. him. I, th- I think, and that being said, I think that the, the running back in the position to have like, I mean, Jamal Williams had a thousand yards to go with it last season, so he did the best because. The year that Connor did it, he only had like 800 yards. And I think this guy's only going to have like 600 yards, 650. But I think mm-hmm. the guy that has an opportunity to put up the absurd touchdown total this year for no reason is Damian Harris because they're going to not run Josh Allen as much. And he's the bigger physical back for the goal line usage between him and James Cook. So one yeah, thing I am okay, going okay, to okay, yeah. hardcore disagree with, as you said, Kyle Pitts is the sleeper. Um, oh. I'm I'm not going to Kyle Pitts as a sleeper. Now, when we say yes, sleeper for fantasy, use. right? For fantasy football? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the sleeper would obviously be Ritter. There'd be no ifs, ands, or buts because Kyle Pitts can't really be a sleeper. He's had a 1,000 yards, top seven, one. Bijan Robinson is a super hyped-up rookie. So for like a sleeper, it's someone you have to grab later in the draft. In all context mm-hmm. – if they want to do well and we want fantasy points, it it would have to be Ritter. So for me, the Falcons, necessarily not because I like the guy, but it it's Ritter. So the sleeper is Ritter. Yeah, um, I can agree with for that. Them, Kyle, Pitts, Kyle Pitts' current ADP is at number 68, and he's ranked 19th at tight end. Perfect. That's right where he should be valued. I think he can easily <laughs> outperform that, though, very easily. 100%. Yeah, so like – I think he could be a top 10 tight end. So that does make him a sleeper. Like, uh-huh. I wouldn't put him in my top 10 expectation going into the season, but I think he could very easily find his way in there. Like a sleeper is the type of guy that you might take a little bit early because you don't want him to slip to the next round. And you're like, I'm high on him. So I took him early. I looked at this and it's accurate up to June 1st. And it says... He's the PPR tight end number five off the board. That's okay. probably for dynasty rankings. Yeah, no, it was the average draft position. No way he's number five. And There's overall no was number 68. Overall out There's of no all way, I would take Because I would take Kelsey, Kittle, Andrews, oh. Goddard, and Hawk all before him. There's no but then way. Again, but no, no, hold on. You guys have to remember how hyped up Kyle Pitts is. All of us play in the fantasy league and we all kind of, well, I mean, Shane, remember, he's one for one. He has one Pro Bowl and one bad year. So he's 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 still super high up there. People think 
especially with the Desmond hype, that he's going to be a top again. So I have him 68th so overall. does Desmond have hype or does he not? You guys say he has hype. I don't believe it, though. And he so is the overall, tight end over five. Under, over, over under, does he finish tight end 12 over under for fantasy? For Pitts? Over. I, yeah. Finish this higher. Yeah, I'll just say over. Just because I hate him, but I can't name 12 better tight ends with opportunity. That's uh, God's honest okay, truth. I got the nicest thing you'll ever hear come out of his mouth about Kyle Pitts ever. So that's that a win. Is, yeah, that's a win. Um, so <laughs> there we go. That, You're welcome, Stuart. Ritter is, um, <laughs> Ritter is my sleeper on that team, though. I, I agree with Terrence Marshall. I agree. Um, with everyone else, he said. So it's just that I technically it has to be Ritter. Like, just saying. Well, for once, Ben and I agree on something. Okay. See, not too bad. Wow. You guys did all that yelling just to agree. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> I knew logic and stats would win. What the heck was? It? <laughs> um, I mean, that's kind of like the the history of Ben's and I relationship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Remember, we, we have all and, and agree on something. <laughs> so all other sports team, we hate each other, but we both hey, love hey. the Celtics. Hey, that's all right. I don't yep. kick shit, bro. But um, hey, you know, like maybe I just <laughs> have to tell you to politely. You did. Maybe I just had to. Maybe I just had to be polite and politely ask you to be quiet again. And <laughs> no, no, just tell Ben to shut the fuck up. Yes, yeah, remember to shut your fat mouth. You, you yelled that at me. <laughs> um, it was an accident. I lost my phone. It's a no. He's talking, it's not an he's accident. It's appropriate. You were talking shit about Frank Clark. I was talking shit about Frank Clark. It's appropriate. I am appropriate to say it. I'm I'm excited for the next two episodes because we have the NFC East and the NFC West. Be sure to tune in. We have another episode coming out tomorrow. Correct, guys? Yes, we're gonna do yep. it back to back because uh, we slacking. <laughs> Fantastic. All righty, go ahead. Like, subscribe, share, comment, blowing up on the TikTok, right, the Facebook, Discord, always hop in. And as always, <laughs> we'll have Travis take us out. Go sub to Derpa uh, Derpamation uh, over Make on Twitch. Double pickle. Make double yeah, pickle. All right, Derp, send us out. <laughs> I was actually ready to start saying something until he showed the McDouble no pickle. No pickle. Yo, come on, Derp, continue no thing. Hey, uh... Comment, like, subscribe. That's 100% no pickle. I hope you guys have a great night. (laughs) Bubble Bass took it. (laughs) We're not going to pretend like we didn't just hear you play the wrong one. Yeah, we we heard that. (laughs) What are you talking about? I don't know what you're talking about. Y'all just push (laughs) wires.